Good afternoon, everyone. It is Tuesday, July 6, 2021, and it was a long weekend holiday here. Uh, a lot of us are dragging our feet to get out of bed today, and the planets are making it difficult also. Uh, the moon is in Gemini, the sign of the twins. That's commutative and quick. And it's having a little spat with Neptune today, who is asleep. So this morning, there was a little bit of that going on, which makes sense, right? Neptune's asleep, we're dreaming, we're enjoying our rest still from the long weekend. And Gemini Moon comes in and says, hello, 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 what's going on? Let's go, let's go, you know. That's what Geminis are like, you know, they're got lots of energy. And so... Once we get through that part, we should be okay, and here we are. We are willing to talk now. We are communicative, curious, and connected, according to CafeAstrology.com, and I feel that. Uh, it was slow going this morning. I got to the garden by 8.30, and by then, the humidity was really bad. Um, so I stayed there for an hour, finishing up my weeding, which, of course, loves this weather, the weeds, and talk to some old pros over there to help me figure out how to deal with my garden. Because, you know, things get out of control there. It can be really like, wow, you know. Um, but on the bright side, there were so many things flowering and fruiting and vegetabling. So, very exciting day. So, tonight, Venus in Leo is opposite of Saturn in Aquarius and this feeling is a blockage it's a fight not a fight but a blockage it says ideally only enough to pace ourselves or just expect it says negative feedback or blockage can slow us down ideally only enough to pace ourselves or adjust our expectations depending on where Venus and Saturn sit in your own charts um, but the sun is definitely having almost bad Aquarius. And it makes us feel like we're really in tune to our accounting money situation. We know how much we have, how much we're in debt. It illuminates that a lot. And it would, and of course, it was this past weekend. We probably spent a lot more money than we might have wanted to. So today is really about... You know, you spent a lot of money, so today you got to go back and make more money, so you have more money. So today is not a good day in terms of feeling uh, motivated to go to work or hang out with other people. So you might want to take your time today moving around, and tonight you'll, you'll feel better when you get home from work, or whatever you're doing, you'll feel better once that's gone. It goes into the cards today, which is the Knight of Diamond, the losing or the changing rather of values, which makes sense, right? We're valuing, uh, we have to value work. We need to find a reason to work because it gives us money to rest for three days, right? We want money when we're resting those three days, and that's when our spending went. So today's the Nine of Diamonds about spending money, about changing your values, about learning to let go of things, and knowing that there's plenty in the universe will always provide for you. And its moon card is the Jack of Club, the initiate into a higher way of communicating. 
And so today is a very good day to be born. You may have loss and have a lot of emotions as a cancer would. But your moon is letting you know that you need to just understand that you're losing things because you're going to eventually help others learn how to deal with loss in some way. You'll become a teacher or just representing that feeling of, you know, losing things. And it's not easy to lose people, family, houses, whatever it is, you know, um, it leaves a hole sometimes in people's hearts for these types of values that we might hold on to, you know, like let's get into the famous people and we'll see. I believe there's going to be some really famous people here. Nancy Reagan, 1921 to 2016, first lady. Nancy Reagan, she believed in astrology also. so And she did really well. She guided her husband to presidency even when he was sick. Ned Beatty, 1937 to 2021. God bless you. He just passed away like last week or something. I remember seeing it on TV. And as I stated before, men tend to pass away before some big event. And women tend to pass away after some big event. And Prince Philip passed away before his birthday. Ned Beatty also passed away before his birthday. Mila Russo, 27, TV actress. Paul Gasol, 41, basketball player. Tay Zanday, 39, pop singer. Dalai Lama, 86, religious leader from Tibet, Buddhist leader. Manny Machado, 29, baseball player. Sebastian Rulli, soap opera actor. Eva Green, 41, movie actress, stunning movie actress. Ranveer Singh, 36, movie actress. Frida Cole, 1907. To 1954. Cody Fern, 33, TV actor. Tamara Maori, 43, TV actress, part of a twin set there. Uh, her sister's Tia Maori, also 43, TV actress. Zion Williamson, 21, basketball player. George W. Bush, 75, U.S. president. Sylvester Stallone, 75, movie actor. Dylan Kingwell, 17, TV actor. 50 Cents, 46, rapper. 50 Cent, not 50 Cents, I always want to say. Kevin Hart, 42, comedian. Wow, there are some lots of famous people here. And two of them are in the White House. And this is amazing. And one is Dalai Lama. One's Frida Cole. I mean, this is an amazing birthday. It's full of people. Um, being a cancer person today is very lucky. Cancer people uh, work hard. And they want to be recognized in their leaders. So a lot of these people, as you can see, what they're way and did what they had to do to get things happening for them in the world. And Nancy Reagan's a good example of always backing her husband and pushing him to be who he was. 
And the Dalai Lama is a good example. So we're going to talk about him in the meditation series. This whole week will be dedicated to the Dalai Lama. Um, and also George W. Bush is in there, which is very interesting because he is the same card as Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, who's a Leo. The Nine of Diamonds is quite popular card. And I want to say the Nine of Diamonds is a popular card and they're hardworking is because they have a lot of things happening to them in their life that they have to let go of. Maybe it's a pet, maybe it's their relative, but is it a value? to them enough that they feel something from it that changes who they are and as they get older they learn to become more compassionate and help in other ways for people that have gone through loss just like president biden who's a king of heart his karma card is the nine of spades which is the card of loss on every level but especially physical level and as you can see he's lost many of his family members already so let's go talk into the meditation now, okay? So I would like to say happy birthday to His Supreme Highness, the Dalai Lama. And this week I will be dedicating the meditation on the Dalai Lama and the principles that he lives by with, through meditation. So today we're going to focus on the type of med meditation that the Dalai Lama does, who is a... Buddhist monk, and he is the Tibetan spiritual leader. And he does a type of meditation that I haven't seen much written about anywhere until I looked up his website. And he practices a type of meditation called analytical, analytic meditation. And analytic meditation brings about interchange through systematic investigation and analysis, thereby leading to optimum and proper use of human intelligence. And you can find this article on news18.com called Dalai Lama on Analytic Meditation and How It Helps Cultivate Positivity. The Dalai Lama often recommends a particular form of Buddhist meditation called analytic. When I read this article, I realized that um, he meditates basically uh, eight hours a day besides praying and other things that he does. So his mind is completely focused on meditation. And he speaks about analytic meditation as taking a subject and he speaks of anger in here and how you understand anger and and the reason that he does this is because it helps him to understand his mind and how the mind works how your mind wants to investigate how your mind wants to see what's going on how your mind reacts how your mind feels and because this is the beginning of all of our consciousness is our mind. So he wants to study that so you can learn to be more conscious of what you're doing instead of maybe just going with the first lizard brain thought you have, which is kill the person, you know, survive. You know, if you use your analytic mind, you might be able to discern a situation a lot better 
and he cannot end in conflict, but rather peace is how I see what he's saying. And I think that's that makes sense that he's saying that, and he's trying to tell us that it all starts in our mind, whatever it is, and especially anger. You know, he says here, you might also want to analytically meditate on how you might have contributed in some way to the situation that made you angry. And also, he says that while you're angry, you think that the other person's harming you. But if you really look at it and analyze it, you'll realize that if you, um, that every human being is both bad and good, positive and negative, he says. And when you have a realistic view of this person, he says, you'll start to dilute your anger towards this person because you realize they're just a human as much as you are. They're not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. And that will help you to release anger towards that person but also towards yourself by recognizing that yourself is this way. And he says that this article states that analytic meditation may also play a role in a field of psychology that focuses on developing positive states of mind. According to the Dalai Lama, using techniques adapted from Buddhism may help actively cultivate positive states of mind, such as kindness, compassion, and tolerance. So how do you make your mind this state of mind? How do you get it to feel like that all the time? For me, it's rest. When I wake up from any situation that I woke up uh, naturally and feel really rested, I have boundless compassion, kindness, and tolerance for that's when my kids will ask me for things because they know I'm going to be like, yes, because I just love you so much. So I've learned to deal with that and by not making any decisions like that in the morning, that's for sure. But, you know, using that optimism to help them get ready, go to school, whatever, I try my hardest to bring it out. It doesn't mean I'm perfect every morning. Some days I have bad days. I wake up and I'm like, ah, grumpy. Right? So... But if you can accomplish optimism 99.9% of the time, then it is due to meditation because you've thought about things in your head and you've had a resolution to some of your problems or questions and you've analyzed it. And that is what he's saying is that for him, he sits in the spot and he can meditate. But for you, you're in a car and you're analyzing something. That is meditation because you're wrapping your brain around a puzzle and it's helping you to concentrate and when you solve the problem you feel happy and that's what meditation is you solve a problem in your brain somehow through mindfulness through song through mantras but in analytical meditation you're actually focusing on one thing that you want to think about that you need to work through it could be a person it could be a day it could be a situation it could be your job Whatever it is, analyze it. And then start to pay attention, as the Dalai Lama states, pay attention to your brain and how it reacts to certain things when you say them. You know, um, and that again means that other voice that's talking that you have to learn to listen to. And really try to listen to and see what type of tone it has. And that will also help you in analyzing the situation, your brain.
will help. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow about more of the Dalai Lama's meditations. Bye.